At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. From BBC Radio 4, Britain's biggest paranormal podcast is going on a road trip. I thought in that moment, oh my God, we've summoned something from this board. This is Uncanny USA. He says, somebody's in the house, and I screamed. Listen to Uncanny USA wherever you get your BBC podcasts. If you dare. Xfinity has free premium networks for everyone this month, no matter what kind of entertainment you love. Addicted to true crime? Catch killer cases and more spine-tingling shows on A&E Crime Central. Crave adventure? Explore Asian action movies on Hayah. Searching for something extreme? Check out skating, snowboarding, and more on Fuel TV Plus, the global home of action sports. And find crowd-pleasing bops on iHeartRadio's Hit Nation playlist. There's new free shows and movies to love every week. Say free this week in your Xfinity voice remote. Zumo Play is your destination for endless entertainment. With a diverse lineup of 350-plus live channels, movies, and full TV series, you'll easily find something to watch right away. And the best part? It's all free. Love music? Get lost in the 90s with iHeart 90s. Dance away with hip-hop beats and more on the iHeartRadio music channels. No logins, no signups, no accounts, no hassle. So what are you waiting for? Start streaming at play.xumo.com or download from the app and Google Play stores today. All you can stream with Zumo Play. This is the Lombardi Line with Michael Lombardi and Patrick Maher on VSIN. We begin our number two of the Lombardi line. Dave Ross alongside Mike Pritchard. This is presented by BetMGM. What a wild first hour we had. And again, uh, the big breaking news of the day is Tyreek Hill is now a member officially of the Miami Dolphins. He is now the highest paid wide receiver in NFL history. The Chiefs get a haul back in return, including a lot of draft picks. And you see it there. On your screen right here, you're getting a first-round pick. The 29th overall, you're getting the 50th pick. That's in the second round this year. You're getting a fourth-round pick uh, this year. And then you're getting a fourth and a sixth-round pick in next year's draft. So it's something that we talked about before it became official. And that was if Andy Reid and company are saying, hey, Tyreek Hill, go ahead and start to look for those trade offers. And boy, time moves fast. Sure does. That feels like a year ago already. <laughs> that meant that we need to get better overall and that we can afford necessarily to let Tyreek Hill go if that means we can get the roster construction that we're looking forward uh, to, to competing in the AFC West. Because the AFC West right now, before this trade today, we saw every other team get better in this offseason. And I, I'm actually really excited to see three other teams not kowtow to the Chiefs and say, you know what, we're coming at you. 
The Chargers did it by going and getting Cleo Mack. And, and really now with Bosa, my goodness, that's going to be a ferocious pass rush, right? We saw Devontae Adams go to the Raiders and Derek Carr coming in Chandler and staying Jones. there. Chandler Jones coming in, right? And then, of course, the Russell Wilson news. And also they got uh, Randy Gregory out of Dallas, too. So they, they have fortified both sides of, of their football team, too. So I think when you look at the macro, you can understand why the Chiefs did it. When you look at the Dolphins, and we mentioned it, that plus 450 now to win the division. With Tua. With Tua at quarterback. Now, again, and a lot of people are going to be, oh, well, Mike McDaniel signed up. To, he's going to cut. Yeah, you sign up until you get other options, right? And they also brought in Teddy Bridgewater. We don't think that's going to be the answer at quarterback. So I think there's still a lot of things that are on the table right now for the Dolphins going forward. But let's just say it is what it is today, and that is Tua Tungavailoa. Is he now, does he get a one-year renewal and say, let's go third year with Tua Tungavailoa, still under that rookie contract, and see what we have. Because it kind of feels like the Baker Mayfield situation a little bit to a degree in Cleveland, where they said, all right, we're going to keep giving you chances, Baker, until you prove to us that you're not the guy, and then we'll go trade for a Deshaun Watson like they did in the offseason. If, if it is, and they don't make a move to go get a, a Jimmy G, and we really think that's the last possible move they could make, mm-hmm. that it's 2-0 more time, and – and, buddy, you're on the clock. Well, you know, a couple of years ago, this was a playoff-caliber team with Fitzpatrick. Uh, and then you had the Tua Fitzpatrick thing, right. oh. uh, which uh, blew up. Last year, you had two offensive coordinators out there in Miami with Tua. And, again, I'm not making excuses for Tua, but he, he passed for 2,600 yards. Um, 16 touchdowns, 10 interceptions. 2,600 uh, yeah, yards in, 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 12 in games. 2022. So, so when I'm look, yeah, when I'm looking at odds like that, in the division, I, I know Buffalo, the favorite, and they should be, minus 200 right there. So, even with all this talent around them, a plus 450 is a stretch, it seems like. Um, so, I, I, I like what Miami is doing. I, I think the all-in mentality uh, is in play right here for the Dolphins. And I, I think we're seeing that more and more in the National Football League. And, and so, what's left uh, if you're Miami? I, maybe you give him one more year. Uh, but I, I think I think you know, at least from my vantage point as a former player, you know when somebody can play. Oh, boy. <laughs> I mean, it doesn't take three years, five years, or nine years to establish whether or not somebody can play. Like, when we saw Joe Burrow do what he did recently, he could play. When you, you saw Josh Allen, you can play. But the, the only question, I think, as betters is, is can they be consistent? Like, Baker Mayfield established himself. He can play, but he's not consistent. Mm. Like, the consistency is what lets you get better or has, gives you an opportunity to get better and, and to evolve to help your football team. And, and so we see that a lot of times with players as they flame out. They're great. They're a sensation, but they're not consistent. They lost it. Uh, so I, I, don't, I don't know if Tua, even with all these pieces around him, is still that type of quarterback that Miami is going to be happy with long-term. You know, I, I saw it, obviously, firsthand in Washington, D.C. with RG3, where, you, you know, you go from rookie of the year and you're basically out of the league. Right. It, you know, it doesn't take a long time, right? And you know this, and I thought you said something very poignant in the first hour, which is, you know, un- unveiling the, 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 the curtain a little bit in the league. Once you give executives and coaches a reason to talk about looking for your placement – 
you're probably on the way out. And as a better, they did that last year or during the year this year. I mean, the whole Deshaun Watson flirtation and um, what other quarterbacks have been linked to Miami? There's been a number of them. Right. They, they kind of, the writing was, uh, has been on the wall right. here. So. And now you got a new head coach who certainly is not going to just fall in love with Tua right away. I mean, it's one of those things where I think Tua, what other opportunity he gets this year, he does have to knock it out of the park. He does have to uh, uh, make sure that the front office and the coaches do not start thinking about some other player, if they haven't already. Let's talk about maybe now the, the remaining domino effect for the quarterback situation here in the NFL. Because, again, we, we got the April draft, and there will be some guys like Malik Willis and uh, certainly Kenny, Pick- Kenny Pickett. Somehow his hand got bigger. So, all you know, <laughs> we'll see how those things play out. But we don't believe that those guys right now are viable day one starters next year on an NFL roster. And, and really, we're looking at what? We're looking at Seattle. Maybe Houston's going to keep going with Davis Mills. Maybe they, I don't know if they want to go in another direction. Probably looks like he's going to be the guy there. And again, maybe, maybe Miami with Jimmy G scenario. But what's going on here with Seattle? Because now, and by the way, for those that go, well, the coach says, you know, all of a sudden they're saying, we love Drew Locke. That's who we traded for. They all say that, people, because that's the guy that's currently on the roster. That's what they have to say. they got to tow the company line that the guy that's here, that's our guy. Until there's another guy here, then that's our guy. So I wonder what Seattle's really trying to do here because it feels like to me that, yes, the Rams are the defending reigning Super Bowl Mm -hmm. champions. We'll find out what San Francisco is now if they do go to Trey Lance next year. Okay? The Cardinals – I don't know that anybody really trusts them. And Seattle was making inroads last year at the end of the year once Russell Wilson came back, and they got the running game going. And now Russell Wilson, of course, has exited stage left. If you are now Pete Carroll, 70 years young, right, are you going to go and try to trade for a Baker, Reagan, Mayfield, or a Jimmy G? I don't know if you can do a divisional trade and go get him inside the division, but what do you make of what Seattle might do a quarterback? Because, again, maybe Drew Hawk is the answer. I don't see it. I got to think that that's just what they say now right, until right. they get another guy. Well, Seattle's rebuilding. I mean, Pete Carroll likes this process. If you, if you followed Pete Carroll, I played against him certainly when he was in the league before. And then you think about Pete Carroll in college. He wants to create that environment that led to a Super Bowl, that led to – uh, a Super Bowl window being open uh, and, and sustained it. Like Russell Wilson was was an afterthought. He was a third round pick, right? Remember it was. Oh, it, yeah. it, but then he took over uh, in Seattle. But you got to think about how Seattle was built. The Legion of Boom. You go out and get offensive line. You go out and get playmaking safety, uh, and then you just go in a draft and you drive just mid rounders, the Richard Shermans, the Cam Chancellors, all these guys, and then you develop them. And that's what Pete Carroll's about. He's always been about that. So uh, as Seattle's rebuilding, you're right, you hit on something. Uh, The running game, uh, getting back to that, getting back to what Pete Carroll knows and what he's about. But he wants to create that culture again where it's highly competitive. And each and every week, these guys are competing for their jobs because that led to a lot of success. It led to a Super Bowl championship. Uh, And so you go ahead and get rid of Russell Wilson. You get a haul, you get some draft picks, and and now you want to rebuild. Now, I don't think Baker Mayfield – wants to go through a rebuild, but I don't know. Maybe Pete Carroll can sell him on that. Who knows? I don't know if Pete Carroll's sold on Baker Mayfield. Baker Mayfield's got some other things he needs to work out. 
But is it one of these draft choices, though? Is it one of these quarterbacks that uh, the Seattle Seahawks could be attracted to? Um, I'm curious about it, but I, I know the process that Seattle wants to go through, uh, and Pete Carroll wants to go through that process, even though he's 70 years old. Right now, they're 5-1, to one, the longest shot to win the NFC West next year. Of course, you can understand why the Rams at, at plus 150. The Niners at plus 230 is interesting to me because, again, I just don't know. I mean – I can't see a scenario where Jimmy G basically gave a goodbye right after the, after they lost in the playoffs. And it just feels like they're going to move on, but you got to find that willing dance partner. The Cardinals there, they feel like there's a little bit of turmoil with Kyler Murray, but of course he'll be that back there with Cliff Kingsbury. Here's what Seattle potentially could do. And, and, and this is what Pete Carroll said in a Tuesday interview. He said, quote, he had no intention of making a move at all. And that I quote, I fought for the logic of that for a good while. So this was basically refuting the rumors that Seattle was trying to trade Russell Wilson. So he says he fought it, fought it, fought it, but I guess they finally gave in, obviously, to get the move to go to Denver. In that draft class that you alluded to, there is Kenny Pickett, Matt Corral, Desmond Ritter, Malik Willis. Those are the guys that we believe are the top four quarterbacks potentially that could come off the board. I don't know if we're looking at first-rounders there for Seattle. But is there, is there a move that they can make, Seattle, whether it's in this draft class and or the remaining musical chairs quarterback really feel like Jimmy G mm-hmm. and Baker Mayfield, and that's about it now. Right, right. Right. Well, that would entice you to believe in Seattle next year? Uh, plus 500 NFC West odds, no. Not, not with the Rams, certainly. The 49ers. I, I think the 49ers are a competitive roster, depending on what happens at quarterback. Kyler Murray. Uh, I would anticipate that's working itself out at some point, uh, mm-hmm. even though it, it might linger. Uh, but but the Seattle Seahawks, they're telling us they're rebuilding and uh, just pulling back the curtain on rebuilding process. Yeah, it could be a quick rebuild if you find the right quarterback. Uh, we'll see what happens through the draft and all or through trades. Who, who knows? But we know as betters that Seattle's rebuilding. Carroll wants to go through that process again. So uh, how long will it take? Uh, we'll see what happens with the quarterback decision, though. Fascinating. Absolutely yeah. fascinating. And this is, again, all the tentacles. And, and by the way, it all started just a couple weeks ago when Aaron Rodgers said, I'm coming back to Green Bay. And then immediately Russell Wilson gets dealt to Denver. And then all of these dominoes have fallen since then. Oh, by the way, March Madness is going to reset here in, in a matter of about 24 hours. And yet the NFL just seems to steal all the headlines. We'll get to all that. Lou Finnecaro is going to join us later on this hour to talk some UFC as well. Don't go anywhere. It's the Lombardi line right here on these these sports betting. At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. From BBC Radio 4, Britain's biggest paranormal podcast is going on a road trip. I thought in that moment, oh my God, we've summoned something from this board. This is Uncanny USA. He says, somebody's in the house, and I screamed. Listen to Uncanny USA wherever you get your BBC podcasts. If you dare.
Xfinity has free premium networks for everyone this month, no matter what kind of entertainment you love. Addicted to true crime? Catch killer cases and more spine-tingling shows on A&E Crime Central. Crave adventure? Explore Asian action movies on Hayah. Searching for something extreme? Check out skating, snowboarding, and more on Fuel TV Plus, the global home of action sports. And find crowd-pleasing bops on iHeartRadio's Hit Nation playlist. There's new free shows and movies to love every week. Say free this week in your Xfinity voice remote. Hey guys, this is Matt Jones, Drew Franklin from the Fade This Podcast. We got a great episode coming up. Picks in all the sports, football, basketball, we do them all. But here's a preview of this week's episode. Do you think it's more embarrassing to dye your hair or to have hair plugs? I don't think either are embarrassing if you're not trying to conceal it and act like you didn't. Okay, so you think if you just come out and go, I got hair plugs. Yeah, like check out these hair plugs. I mean, don't just walk around, hey, tapping, hey, <laughs> hey, stranger, I don't want you thinking this is natural. You know, but I mean, <laughs> do you, you know have to do that with everyone you meet? try to act like they, uh, you know what I mean. Yeah. But I mean, like, like John Cena got it. You know, when John Cena came back to wrestling, he had a bald spot, and now he doesn't. Mm-hmm. You think he should be required in all interviews to say, "Look, by the way, I covered up my bald spot." Yeah, I guess it's weird. I mean, you don't wear a sign or like put a sign in your yard, but all right. So, what about toupees? Those are the most obvious. I but let's like. say you're like Bill Self, and you can get it to where it looks good. His is magical. I don't even know if his is a toupee. It is. I think he went into the future and had a procedure we haven't even discovered yet. And this episode was brought to you in partnership with DraftKings. To hear more, listen and subscribe to Fade This on iHeartRadio or wherever you listen to podcasts. Breakfast is the official breakfast of March Madness. Every day, choose from Wendy's stacked starting lineup, like the breakfast baconator croissant combos, or you can have some hot coffee. Maybe you like it cold. Like any great team, Wendy's is bringing the breakfast legends back. They've got oven-baked, sizzling bacon, fresh-cracked eggs, perfectly seasoned breakfast potatoes, and simply OJ to bring it all home. So make a fast break to your nearest Wendy's drive-thru and pick up your Wendy's breakfast, the official breakfast of March Madness. Choose wisely choose Wendy's. Dave Ross alongside Mike Pritchard. This is the Lombardi line right here on Vison. Just saw a tweet from uh, Stefan Diggs who just said, what the hell going on? I think a lot of people are wondering what the hell going on today? Crazy day here in the first hour of uh, NFL with Tyreek Hill, of course, moving out of Miami. And you did the math, Mike. Uh, would you like to give out some of those numbers? Well, it's four year, $120 million deal. I mean, okay, it's just the years. numbers. It's is thirty million per year. That's the number that's out there for a receiver. Thirty million, yeah, a year for a wide receiver. Right, right. So, I mean, you think about uh, what free agency can do for you now. I mean, you Ooh. put up any type of season right now, and these receivers are looking at that. Now, the game is all about the edges, whether it's it an edge rusher or now receivers, because that's what the NFL wants. They want more points, and uh, you see why Tariq Hill. Uh, wanted more money, and then you also see why Kansas City didn't want to pay him $30 million a year per the contract that he received. It's Again, we, we get back to last week's conversation where you look at Amari Cooper in Dallas and said they didn't want to pay him $20 million, mm-hmm. $20 million per for the next two years. So they basically gave him away to Cleveland right. for a six-round pick to pick up that price tag. And by the way, and the Browns are the, the, the shortest betting favorite to win that division. It wouldn't make sense if you look at Deshaun Watson and then you look at Amari Cooper, that's a pretty good new one-two combination. 
We'll figure out where they go. And I can't imagine Baker Mayfield starts the year on that roster, right? He's going to be on a roster. It's just not going to be that roster, right? Yeah, it's getting tough for Baker, though. I mean, it's, yeah. I mean, it is drying up quickly out there. Okay, uh, of course, March Madness is what we intended to talk a lot about today. But uh, <laughs> the news of the NFL, it never sleeps. And when the news breaks, we got to bring it to you, certainly in the betting market. Because, again, those numbers change on the fly. We're trying to give you the best information so you can get the best numbers out there. And right now, those numbers on the Dolphins have been shorted dramatically, plus 450 to win the AFC East next year. Let's look ahead to tomorrow's matchup. And to me, Pritch, I, I see danger uh, a bad moon horizon possibly for Gonzaga tomorrow because they're laying nine. It's gone up to nine and a half now. I wonder if you can get some tens out there before tip against the four seed. Now, in the West, all four, one, two, three, and four seeds have advanced with Duke and Texas Tech mm-hmm. guns up in Lubbock. So do you see any danger here for Gonzaga? Or do you think that they're the, the, the cream will rise to the crop? They got their scare with Memphis, and they're going to go ahead and move through. No, you know what? I mean, Gonzaga, I don't know if it was a scare. It was a competitive game. Oh, Memphis came out to play, and, and Gonzaga found a way to get the job done and win. And, uh, you know, we think of Gonzaga a lot of times as being invincible, which – uh, I don't know why you would think differently of them. I mean, well-coached. Uh, they have the experience. Uh, mm-hmm. They certainly have a lot of scoring options. I think Holmgren has not been what we thought he was going to be so far in the tournament. I wonder when that reveals itself. Mm. I think that's a confidence thing for that player. It's all new. It's all new. It's different. The tournament, the dance, the big dance is huge. It's different. So uh, if that reveals itself against Arkansas, does Arkansas have a chance, right? Because mm. Timmy's playing lights out. Uh, he's a candidate for player of the tournament, really. Yes. Uh, back-to-back games in which he uh, exceeds 25 points. Uh, and really is dominant uh, in, in a game in which he needed to be dominant. And so uh, you have the experience factor. They can hit it from the outside, and they play defense. They have tempo, too. I'm not discounting Arkansas. I, I think they can be chaotic at times. J.D. Norte, though, oh, is yeah. a force. Uh, Jalen Williams uh, is a presence down low, and plus he can uh, hit it from the outside as well. So – I think Musselman is going to have them prepared and really ready to go. Uh, I, I don't want to lay it at this number. You think it's going to tick higher. Uh, maybe that's your chance. Maybe it's a first-half situation. I don't know because Gonzaga, from a, from a competitive standpoint, it has been tighter for them. Now you get some preparation, some time off sure. to digest that. And then when the real Gonzaga shows up, I mean, they, they probably could cover that number, though. It's something you and I talked about, Wes Reynolds and I talked about it, when the draws came out. Mm-hmm. I was stunned. Like, you put Gonzaga in the toughest bracket? And it's all played out that way, by the way. Right. Out west with the one, two, three, four seeds advancing. Like, I thought Gonzaga should have gotten Kansas's bracket. And by the way, that's why I picked Kansas to go to the Final Four at two to one. I did mm-hmm. pick Arkansas as my longest shot at 14 to one. So I'm still alive there. And I got Purdue at five to one. I got Villanova at four to one. So all my, my Final Four teams are still in play. But this is the one that. Look, I, I saw this matchup coming, obviously. I thought Memphis had a realistic shot, and that's why I played Memphis. Right. And at least the number came through. But I, I do. If, if you're an Arkansas backer like I am, I'm going to wait. I think I can get it to 10. If, if it gets can, to 10, I'm back in Arkansas as well. Because just from an ATS standpoint with Gonzaga, right. the last 10 games, 3-6-1. and one, Not good against not, the number. Exactly. And the slow starts to what we've seen. And so the more competitive environment. I think it allows you to be more comfortable with backing Arkansas, especially if it gets to that number. Let's get to another Thursday game here. And obviously, this is a lopsided matchup when you look at the, a mid-major in Michigan as an 11 seed 
against a two seed in Villanova. I mean, my goodness, Michigan is an 11. I mean, they're coming out of the Big Ten, and now all of a sudden we're supposed to think that they're Cinderella? Come on. So now I look at this, and you see Villanova is five-point favorites. This number really hasn't moved, Mike, since it really opened uh, once we knew the matchups, the, the total there at 135. It's a dangerous spot. Look, I'm a Villanova guy. I actually picked them to cut down the nets okay. this year because they're the best free throw shooting team, arguably, we've ever seen in the history of the NCAA tournament. That's how good they shoot it from the free throw line. So if they get you down late, they're going to hold you down. They're not going to give it up at the free throw line. We know who Michigan is. This is a, t- a pre-flop top five team in the country that struggled to make the tournament. But now, man, they feel dangerous to me, Mike. So, yes, I'm backing Villanova. I'm not going to lay the number. I, if I play anything and I haven't played it yet, it would be money line on mm-hmm. Villanova. But I think we got a real live dog here in this Cinderella 11 seed. Yeah, I like Nova in terms of uh, the grit and the whole Big East. I mean, even think about these teams here. But uh, Nova, 59 possessions. They won that last game wow. against Ohio State, which is okay. You get a little taste of the Big Ten that way mm-hmm. against Ohio State, and but Michigan with Dickinson, Eli Brooks still uh, on the floor and what he can do. They they have that good inside out combo. Uh, Dickinson, I think he's going to get his, but Villanova, I mean, they are tough minded, uh, defensive minded too, uh, and and they have that grit. Uh, they so it's a good number too. I like, I mean, I like the situation uh, if you're laying it with five points, uh, but just the ability to adapt. Eli Brooks, though, the way he's playing, though, is, is kind of scary from a Michigan standpoint, though. No question about it, Jay Wright. I, I don't know why he doesn't get more due as a two-time national champion sure. head coach. He's like the pedigree's there. Because, yep. look, when we talk coaches, we always talk Coach K because this is a swan song. So people were asking me yesterday, they're like, is this it? Is Lubbock, the guns up boys from Texas Tech, is this going to be the last time we see Coach K uh, coaching on the sidelines here? Because, again, this game feels like a pick em. Mm-hmm. And, again, uh, Texas Tech, I think it surprised some as the three seed over the two, a small favorite, about a point favorite here. What do you make of Texas Tech against Duke tomorrow night? Because I don't think it's going to come to an end for Coach K tomorrow. Well, I, I, just looking at some articles about Coach K and looking at the team and how young they are, right? Oh, um, yeah. And then Texas Tech uh, transfers, but yet the continuity on their side because Mark Adams, longtime assistant, takes over Chris Beard. So he's, I, I, the continuity really on in favor of Texas Tech. Um, Duke, I, are you a numbers guy? Like when you think about the fact that Coach K can win 100 Tournament wins. He's at 99 right now. Yes. I mean, are you, do you believe in that? <laughs> Those narrative streets, right? So yeah. Those, yeah. You know, it is interesting because I know Kay knows that. He, he, he right. absolutely knows that. He, yeah. And the, the kids maybe have felt the pressure and played with it mm-hmm. a little bit. Certainly in the ACC tournament, I think that was evident in that loss to Virginia Tech and maybe in the last game against UNC. But I feel like they might have turned a corner against Michigan State in a game that they were losing late. And not only did they come back to win, but they also covered the number six and a half. Right. They had Sparty. That's a bad beat. But, yeah, I, I feel like, look, it's tough to get loose against Texas Tech the way they play defense. But I feel like the bigs of Duke are starting to play bigger. They got NBA guys. Offensively, for sure. Defensively, Ben Carroll, wondering about him. Uh, a little bit. Now, he needs to show up big time against Texas Tech, too, but both teams will hit the glass, and that's why this game's going to be fantastic. Yeah. Yeah, it's going to be fantastic, but it's just that that extra that you look for in a game like this, and it, could it be on the side of Duke because Coach K is going for that 100th 
uh, tournament win here. We've got one minute before we have to take a break. Very quickly, let's sneak in the last game tomorrow. Mm-hmm. That is another monster oh, matchup when you have Houston against Arizona. And again, Houston was the, Arizona was the second overall mm-hmm. betting favorite behind Gonzaga to win this tournament. And now all of a sudden you look up and they're a small favorite, point and a half. So Houston finally starting to get the respect. Maybe they, they were disrespected as a five seed. I don't think anybody's disrespecting the Cougs anymore. No, not anymore. Not anymore. I mean, uh, look, Samson's done a great job there. I think the culture that he's created, and certainly you're missing Saucer, one of their better players. Yeah. But uh, Arizona, I just has not. I just haven't been sold on them. I, I know they're a one seed. I get it. Uh, I saw them up close and personal at the Pac-12 tournament, uh, and they're not as tough. I, and they have the length. We just saw TCU uh, get oh, down with them muscle, down low, right? Muscle, right? And yeah. then Houston, what Houston was able to do against Kofi Coburn. I mean. They're not going to be intimidated, right, <laughs> no. by that size. And so uh, we'll see if if, if, if Arizona uh, can step up their game a little bit because I think they're going to need to do that against Houston. Very interesting. 0-4 ATS in the last four tournament yep. games, to your point, Mike. All right, when we come back, the great Lou Fittacaro is going to join us and break down a good UFC card coming up this weekend for some good cash advantages. Come on back. It is the Lombardi line right here on VEASAN. The spreading now. in shape but having trouble staying motivated will make five-hour energy shots part of your lifestyle and get the energy boost you need to get fit with zero sugar and an unbeatable blend of vitamins nutrients and caffeine it's the perfect pick-me-up for getting stuff done go to fivehourenergy.com to find over 15 flavors to choose from we got flavors like grape tropical burst cherry blue raspberry and much more there is literally a flavor for everyone so get a five-hour energy today don't know that we need that today, Mike Pritchard, because we've got a lot of information coming in fast and furious, certainly around the NFL. But each and every week, we always love having Lou Finicaro on. You can follow Lou on Twitter, as I do, at GamBlue. And, Lou, before we get to this UFC card that we have this weekend, we got to ask you about the new news of the day with Tyreek Hill now getting paid $30 million to take his services to South Beach. We, Mike and I were talking about the odds being shorted a little bit on Miami now, plus 450 uh, to win win this division in the AFC East. Does this change your opinion with these offseason moves, either for the Chiefs and or the Dolphins with this big blockbuster trade today? It does. Uh, first of all, guys, thanks for having me on. My overall first impression is who's going to get the ball deep to Tyreek Hill in Miami. I, I was listening to your last segment, and I could tell how uneasy Mike was uh, discussing this whole matter, and I'm more uneasy than he is. Also, if you remember, I'm a big advocate of Mike Lombardi on our own network, and he's the guy that has told us that Walsh used to say, wide receiver's your last chess piece. And so I gain respect for Kansas City to get rid of such a a, a great player in order to gain assets. Mm -hmm. They're following the Walsh typology, and I'm not so sure that the Raiders and Miami are. It's fascinating because, yeah. again, we talked about it, too. This is kind of the, the the Belichick way, too, is if we're not going to pay you the big deal when you hit free agency next year, we'll trade you a year early and get those assets, Lou, that, you, that you're alluding to. I think you're right on. I'm sure Michael Lombardi uh, would probably agree with that philosophy 
as well. Uh, we it's mentioned real, we, we mentioned that we got a, a great UFC card again on Fight Now coming up with Curtis Blades and Chris Dawkins. But I want to recap last week very quickly with you with UFC London. It, that was as an electric feel as I've seen in quite some time uh, in the UFC. When you go overseas and you obviously have a, a, a big-time blend of European fighters there and certainly U.K. fighters. What do you make overall, Lou, of the card? And, and I'm sure – I hope it was very beneficial for you financially because I think you had a lot of winners last week. We did well. Uh, that said, I missed uh, the Volkov-Aspinall handicap uh, pretty widely. Uh, in the first 10 to 15 seconds of that fight, Aspinall – hit Volkov with a three-piece, and I'm not certain who was more surprised at the speed and accuracy of that those that combination, Volkov or me. But at that point in time, both Volkov and me knew what was going to happen in that fight. That was a big miss, great win for Aspinall. Uh, I, a lot of times I like to fade some of these locals because you're paying such a tax on them. I had Valiev, he lost uh, reasonably. I had Carolina, and she lost in devastating fashion. But Molly McCann is a fade moving forward. Great young gal. Added spark and great life. Her and Patty, they, they lit it up. And it was great to see the UFC get that. And they're going to get that as they go out to all these new cities after COVID. That being said, Patty Pimlet and Molly McCann are pure, unadulterated fades moving forward. <laughs> you know, Lou, this uh, next uh, fight card, uh, when you talk about fight night coming up uh, this weekend, I'm just curious about a strategy because you can look at each fight individually, and I think a lot of uh, bettors will do that. Do you also try to find ways to parlay some bouts, especially when you have a large card like this one coming up this weekend? If I choose to parlay, Mike, it's that I feel so strongly about a couple of favorites that I'm willing to put them together because I really only try and outlay uh, either a flat half unit or a flat unit and then try and win more than the outlay. That it, it, it at least is my blueprint. So I'll do it, but it's maybe 5% of what I try and do. I try and uh, hit the sides, maybe use the props a little bit, but I try and find value with plus money in front of it. Yeah, it's a great question and great answer as well for the strategy involved because we've seen a lot of big favorites mm. recently, certainly in the main events, and we have another scenario here where Curtis Blades is a $4 betting favorite against Chris Dawkins. The comeback here is a plus 300 on Dawkins. So let's break this down a little bit here because we know what Curtis Blades wants to do. He's a great wrestler from Chicago. I got to know him uh, in our years there. And you know what Dawkins wants to do. He wants to stand, keep the fight on the feet, and throw those hands. Is there value in the dog here? Or do you think the wrestler, even at that big price, should be able to get it done? Well, a couple things. First of all, thus far in 2022, uh, favorite 67, 28, and 1. That's a torrid 69.7%. And yet I'm still making a little bit of money trying to fish dogs. So I'm uh, encouraged at where we're at. As far as uh, Blades and Daukus is concerned, I've been taught that world-class wrestling, which is what Blades has, always trumps Brazilian jiu-jitsu, which is what Daukus has. We haven't seen that. Daukus wants this fight on the field 
feet. However, if it goes to the ground, he'll be able to compete with Blades to the extent that no one has prior. That'll be interesting to watch. Meanwhile, Blades is uh, long, and he is not as poor a striker as everyone makes him out to be. This fight ends up, to me, being a little bit closer, but... I don't see Daukas having the only path to win for him is hitting uh, blades right on the chinny chin chin. <laughs> I don't know if that's going to be able to happen, but I will be willing to to invest that the fight probably goes over one and a half, two and a half rounds here. I think Daukas will be the beneficiary of the larger cage and try and move and use his athleticism a little bit to try and get blades into round two or three. You nailed it right there because the over right now juiced heavily but only a round and a half for a five-round potential main event fight here. Over one and a half rounds is juiced minus 185. So maybe, Lou, you're finding that better value if you can go over two and a half rounds and go a little bit deeper into the night. Uh, let's get to, to the uh, welterweight bout on this fight when you have Brian Bar Barberena uh, taking on the immortal. Matt Brown. So it's hard for me to right. wager against a guy that's nicknamed the immortal, but it's, it's, it's there for the right reason because the guy seems to fight forever and still almost a pick him fight, Lou. What do you make here uh, of Matt Brown's chances to get his arm raised again in the welterweight division? Well, this fight card's in Columbus. Matt Brown lives 20 or 25 miles outside of Columbus, so he's going to have the crowd as his. He's fought there before and had great success. He's in with a guy in Barbarina that is nicknamed appropriately Bam Bam. <laughs> uh, these two guys are going to go out. You'll see a little more movement and length out of uh, Brown using elbows and knees to try and do damage. Meanwhile, Barbarina got a granite beard, and he's going to try and penetrate the length of Brown and get inside. If he works the body, that's an Achilles for Brown. This fight is going to be the best fight on the card and Ooh. should be fireworks. You can't, absolutely cannot wait for that one. I want to ask you very quickly about Kai Kara-France because we saw him come off a great win against Cody Garbrand, and now you can almost get plus $3 on Kai kara France against Askar Askarov here, and you understand why. Again, striker against the wrestler mentality here. Lou, do we have a live dog scenario possibly at play? It's awful early. I, I, I don't know. I, I tend to say no. In fact, I'm having a hard time really finding any live dogs on the main card, to be honest, Dave. Askarov's wrestling is smothering, and his stand-up isn't so bad. Uh, Kaikara France will be a little bit slighter, a little smaller, like he was against Garbrandt last out. However, last fight against Garbrandt, it was a striking affair. This one will be a wrestling affair, and i got to lean to Askarov. Yeah, it's a good point, because... Cody Garbrandt did what Kai Car France wants you to do, which is stand and bang. That's how well, he was able to get him out of there. That's not what Ascroft is going to want to do. Very quickly, Lou, in about 90 seconds we have remaining, uh, I look at the welterweight bout, and I see Neil Magny on the card, and I just smile because I love watching Neil Magny fight. I'm a little surprised how big a favorite he is over Max Griffin here. What do you make of this welterweight matchup? Is this priced accordingly? Another one where I'm going to say yes, because Magny loses only to the Lukes and the world-class fighters in the division. Anyone lower than five or six ranked, he dominates. And I think Max Payne Griffin, even though he's arriving on a lot of uh, momentum and he's confident, those are good things. The bad thing is that he's not going to be able to compete with Magny, in my opinion. All right, very quick. we got about 30 seconds, Lou. If they listen to the Bout Business podcast, what are they going to hear? 
They're going to get uh, 16 to 18 minutes of final releases for each UFC card each week. We tabulate the results and keep a running total. We're profitable to the year. And thanks so much for having me on, gentlemen. Absolutely love yeah, having Lou on course. each and every week. Can't wait to have Lou back on for First Strike. So check that out on Friday right here on VEASAN. Lou, thanks for the time. As always, my friend, when we come back here with Mike Fritcher, going to wrap up a wild couple hours in the NFL and what it means in those futures markets. Come on back. It is the Lombardi Line right here on VEASAN, the Sports Betting Network. At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment. It's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. I'm Katia Adler, host of The Global Story. Over the last 25 years, I've covered conflicts in the Middle East, political and economic crises in Europe, drug cartels in Mexico. Now I'm covering the stories behind the news all over the world in conversation with those who break it. Join me Monday to Friday to find out what's happening, why, and what it all means. Follow The Global Story from the BBC wherever you listen to podcasts. Xfinity has free premium networks for everyone this month, no matter what kind of entertainment you love. Addicted to true crime? Catch killer cases and more spine-tingling shows on A&E Crime Central. Crave adventure? Explore Asian action movies on Hayah. Searching for something extreme? Check out skating, snowboarding, and more on Fuel TV Plus, the global home of action sports. And find crowd-pleasing bops on iHeartRadio's Hit Nation playlist. There's new free shows and movies to love every week. Say free this week in your Xfinity voice remote. Getting ready to take on spring? Make your first move with the reliable performance and power of steel battery tools. From hedge trimmers and mowers to string trimmers and more, right now you can save $50 on select battery tool sets. Real steel. Offer valid on select AK system sets through June 16, 2024. See participating retailer for details. The king of sportsbooks unleashes the spirit of Las Vegas with BetMGM Rewards. Every time you make a wager at BetMGM, you can earn BetMGM Rewards points that you can redeem for online bonus credits like free bets and risk-free tokens. Planning a trip to Vegas? You should. Convert all your BetMGM points into MGM Rewards points that you can use towards dining, shows, and hotel rooms at over 20 MGM Resorts properties located on the Las Vegas Strip and nationwide. BetMGM Rewards is Sports Betting's premier loyalty program featuring exclusive offers, incredible experiences, and valuable perks when you wager on the BetMGM app. Sign up with BetMGM or log on today to get an even bigger piece of the action with BetMGM Rewards. Eligible restrictions to apply. Visit BetMGM.com for terms and conditions. Must be 21 years of age or older to wager. Please gamble responsibly. If you have a problem, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Dave Ross alongside Mike Pritchard. This is the Lombardi line as we put a wrap on it on a Wednesday edition, Mike. And I always love talking NFL with you. I did not know that this would be our conversation of the day with all the big breaking news today. Of course, 
from the wide receiver position, so who better have, have these conversations with? But Tyreek Hill is now a member of the Miami Dolphins. Those numbers have been shorted uh, dramatically now to plus 450 for the Dolphins to win uh, the East this year. I, I do wonder when you look at the balance of power, and we just saw some tweets come across from one Las Vegas bookmaker who did not mince words and basically said the Patriots are now the 11th best team in the AFC. So I don't know how much of the balance of power is going to shift, but the AFC top to bottom. And even like we were uh, Colts fans are excited about Matt Ryan being their quarterback. This, <laughs> this conference is just loaded for bear Mike. I don't know that I recall an NFL like this, where instead of bowing out and saying, you know what, we'll live to fight another day and go get picks and tank that, that terrible word in the NFL. It feels like so many teams are going to make a run for this thing. It really is incredible, Dave. Uh, I, I've been a member of the National Football League for over 30 years, like right, and and so when you think about how it's shifted, I, I think as a better, you, you have to shift as well. Yes, like putting a 30 million dollar a year number on a receiver is unheard of. And as a better, you're thinking, okay, what are they doing? I can't believe. But that's where the league's going. I mean, Kyle Pitts, the tight end, was drafted as high as fourth. Jamar Chase was drafted fifth. And that paid out, played out to where they got to a Super Bowl, right? Jamar Chase helping out the Bengals as opposed to an offensive lineman, which typically that would have been the comfortable pick and maybe the smart pick, I think, as a better you evaluate teams that way. But what this is indicating to me is the all-in mentality is at play, and it, it will be for now on in the league. And then on top of that, they're valuing wide receivers to this level. Devontae Adams got paid. Um, Mike Williams got paid. I mean, it is incredible. And you're seeing a shift in quarterbacks, change in locations. Uh, and now a receiver like Tyreek Hill goes to Miami. Now, again, I, I, I still want to wait. I'm not going to just run out to the betting window and bet Miami because I still I need more evidence on what they're thinking here. Because uh, everybody, from what we've gathered here in the last couple hours here live on the Lombardi line, mm-hmm. Is that people are still going, but to a tongue of Iloa? Like I, I think that's that's the that's the hang up now. That you go, okay, I love the Armstead pickup mm-hmm. and, and, and signing him and Chase and make, Edmonds. I mean Chase Edmonds, like yeah. you've made other good moves, not just Tyreek Hill. Mm-hmm. I love the Cedric Wilson pickup from my Dallas Cowboys. I think that's a great key cog now too. What he's gonna be the third receiver in my think of that. I mean, they're all of a sudden just loaded at that position. Right. They go from a team that looks like an anemic offense to absolutely loaded at the wide receiver position. But who's going to be the signal caller? Who's going to be the trigger man? You got to have that guy, or else all those weapons don't really matter. It's you know, bringing it back to my Cowboys for a second. Mm-hmm. It's interesting to hear the Randy Gregory comments this week as he now goes to Denver, and he said everybody's talking about you know Dak's trying to recruit Von Miller when everybody knows Dak was the problem in Dallas. I mean, that comes from your former teammate right. last year. Yeah. So sometimes you, we talk about it. You, you talk about it in the first hour, unveiling kind of that curtain. When players start to go, is this the guy? Yeah. You start to wonder, is he the guy? Well, and I think those questions have been out in Miami. Well, here's tips, too. Yeah, absolutely. Here's tips for betters. I mean, like one of the reasons why I'm high on Buffalo is because, okay, Von Miller went to Buffalo. Now, Von Miller, he's a Hall of Famer. But what does he want to do? Okay, he's he, wants all, to win. He, he wants to win. But he's always talked about Bruce Smith. He's always talked about chasing that sack record. Uh, and then on top of that, you know, the Hall of Fame is in, within reach, if not already. Uh, he's all about right now Super Bowls as well as the money. And so I, I think people could scratch their head about why did Von Miller go to Buffalo? Well, Buffalo could be that Super Bowl type, type of team. Uh, and, okay, Tyreek Hill, the tea leaves. Uh, 
Kansas City is indi- indicating to everybody that they're reinventing themselves. They have to. Uh, Miami's going for it. They're all in. But, again, you, you have to see if it works because you have a, a new head coach, first-time head coach, who's going to call plays. It's a lot on his plate as well as trying to evaluate the quarterback situation. Well, what's fascinating to me, and, again, it's why I love having these conversations with you and Michael Lombardi because you guys know better than most from a player perspective, from a front office perspective. The windows just don't stay open as no. long as the fan bases think that they will stay open. Mm-hmm. And now when you look back at Kansas City a year ago, and blowing that lead in the second half to the Bengals, and allowing the Bengals to get to the Super Bowl. I mean, Patrick Mahomes, we all just assume he's going to, remember, he's going to be the guy that gets to Brady's number, 10 Super Bowl. And those things, those windows change like that. They do. And we're seeing them change right before our eyes in the AFC. A, a question for you, and I want to stay out west here for a second, and I feel like the team that we're not really talking a whole lot about might be the Raiders a little bit with their moves. And they've got four guys at long shots to be MVP candidates this year. Derek Carr, of course, you always have the quarterback first at 40 to one, but Devontae Adams is on the board at 50 to one, mm-hmm. which goes chicken and egg theory with Aaron Rodgers. Is it Devontae is at 17. Is it 12? We're going to find out is Derek Carr is Devontae Adams. If they have success, you see Josh Jacobs way down the board, 200 to one. And then Darren Waller, who could be in for another monster year. Uh, now, certainly the addition of Devontae Adams. I mean, Pritch, I don't know where the Chiefs <laughs> fall into this division now because that excites me. When I look at that board, if I'm a Raider fan and I'm Josh McDaniels and I come out here as the new head coach, I got weapons, baby. Like, we're not, we're not scared of anybody. Yeah. Not when I can put those guys on the field. Uh, yeah. I mean, it, it does get very exciting. Uh, now, I'm not going to duplicate or I, I don't want to suggest at all that the Raiders are going to do this, but uh, Josh McDaniels did coordinate a team in New England that went undefeated with Randy Moss, right? And <laughs> when you have an elite level receiver like that, I mean, a lot of things can happen. Now, I throw in the quarterback too, but uh, I'm not comparing that. that. That's a complete, Randy Moss was just off the charts good, right? right. And, uh, Devontae Adams is, uh, is a really good player. I mean, he's, he's, he's an exciting playmaker. He really is. And I think he can help out the Raiders mightily. Derek Carr, on the other hand, can he elevate himself that, to that level, though? Like, I've heard Derek Carr make comments, you know, if I play with Devontae Adams, uh, that's going to unlock some things people haven't seen in me. Really? Well, it's a comfort because I, I called some games when they were at Fresno State, State together, sure. and they have a comfort level. So, uh, but and then they got Renfro on the run. Renfro's the- great. The Darren Waller is forgotten now because of the injuries, and that's how quickly the league can change. He was thought of as maybe the second-best tight end uh, a, a year ago yeah. uh, before this season. So uh, if he's healthy with – that collection of players around Derek Carr at 40 to 1, it's a quarterback award. MVP is a quarterback award. Cooper Cup had a special year and he, and he wasn't going to win it. So it, it is a quarterback award. So 40 to 1, if you're evaluating it that way, does Derek Carr have a chance? His highest touchdown year that he's had, completed touchdowns, is 32. Mm. Can he skew that into the 40s with Devontae Adams and a healthy Darren Waller? I tell you, man, I, I just look at this, and I, if you'd asked me last week who I would have wagered on to win the West, mm-hmm. I would have said, you're going to give the Chiefs at plus money. I'm, I'm, I'm the sucker. I'll take it. I didn't. And now this week, I have no idea. I have no idea. Like, I look at it and I go, the Raiders to me, a playoff team last year, who, by the way, came within a yard of going to overtime with the Bengals right. and go to the Super Bowl and come within the scotia of winning the Super Bowl. So how far 
is the, the the worst playoff team from a year ago in the AFC to the Super Bowl. Like the Bengals, you gonna back the Bengals this year with as good as the AFC is? I look at this now, man. It's six to one. To me, that feels like as good a flyer as the Chiefs at plus money. Yeah, I yeah. mean, to me, there's that variance is too wide for when I look at the roster construction of these teams. And what the Raiders are doing now, and the Chargers, by mm-hmm. the way, building on defense. I love getting Cleo Mack there. I mean, my goodness. And, of course, Russell Wilson's going right. to steal the headlines. Yeah, I mean, as a better, I mean, evaluate competitive divisions. I mean, when divisions have had all four teams be to this level, what has that produced for you as a better? Because you have two divisions in the AFC like that right now. Maybe three, depending on what follow, what's the fallout in Miami, right? So uh, the, the AFC East, perhaps, but for sure. 1,000% the AFC North and AFC West. Uh, those battles are going to be epic. And then I think as a better, uh, how does you evaluate it from that standpoint? Uh, from a competitive division, all four teams, highly competitive, how did that produce for you as a better? Before I hit that, before I click <laughs> on those future wagers, I just got to take like a cold shower and figure out what in the wild, wild world. That's why Stefan Diggs put that tweet out. What the hell going on? Maybe the AFC is next. This is absolutely crazy. <laughs> Fritz, really enjoyed the conversation enjoyed for the last well. couple of absolutely. hours as well. I want to thank Lou Finicaro for joining us and our producer, Matt Santos. Great information today. A very busy day around the National Football League and beyond. We got you covered all afternoon long right here on VEASAN, the Sports Betting Network. At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. From BBC Radio 4, Britain's biggest paranormal podcast is going on a road trip. I thought in that moment, oh my God, we've summoned something from this board. This is Uncanny USA. He says, somebody's in the house, and I screamed. Listen to Uncanny USA wherever you get your BBC podcasts. If you dare. Xfinity has free premium networks for everyone this month, no matter what kind of entertainment you love. Addicted to true crime? Catch killer cases and more spine-tingling shows on A&E Crime Central. Crave adventure? Explore Asian action movies on Hayah. Searching for something extreme? Check out skating, snowboarding, and more on Fuel TV Plus, the global home of action sports. And find crowd-pleasing bops on iHeartRadio's Hit Nation playlist. There's new free shows and movies to love every week. Say free this week in your Xfinity voice remote. Zumo Play is your destination for endless entertainment. With a diverse lineup of 350-plus live channels, movies, and full TV series, you'll easily find something to watch right away. And the best part? It's all free. Love music? Get lost in the 90s with iHeart 90s. Dance away with hip-hop beats and more on the iHeartRadio music channels. No logins, no signups, no accounts, no hassle. So what are you waiting for? Start streaming at play.xumo.com or download from the app and Google Play stores today. All you can stream with Zumo Play.